It's time to become a member of Playvolution HQ and Exploration's Early Learning. There's a free option and three paid patron-level options. All come with free stuff and ongoing automatic training and merch discounts. For as little as a dollar a month, you can become a patron. That supports our work and you get premium stuff like early access to fresh podcast episodes. Go to explorationsearlylearning.com slash membership or click the link in this episode's description to learn more. All the cool listeners are doing it. On with the show. but we're glad you're listening anyway. This is the Child Care Bar and Grill. I'm Jeff Johnson. It's going to be live from Oak Haven along the Gulf Coast coming to us from the snowy? Yes. The snowy New Hampshire. We got Brett. How you doing, Brett? I'm good. Good. We just got like a foot and a half of snow yesterday. Snow. Um, sounds delightful. Um, have you been full people yet? So your volume's getting really quiet. Sorry. I'm sorry. Have you made any snow people yet? No, we haven't made any snow people yet. Um, I kind of hold up inside and I did winter activities indoors. I made, I wrapped all of our Christmas presents and I um, decorated gingerbread houses. Multiple gingerbread houses. Is my volume better now? It's perfect. Yes. Um, yes. I bought a pack from Target that had four little houses. So I decorated them. Oh, what are, what happens to them? Do you, do you like uh, Christmas Eve? Do you pretend like they're, uh, you're Godzilla and you're destroying Tokyo and you just eat them all? You should or? do that. Yeah. Cause Brent walked by and like pretended to smash them while I was in the midst of like intricately decorating all of them. So I'm sure he would appreciate that. Yeah. Just <laughs> destroying them. Do, do they get saved? Do they get eaten? What happens to gingerbread we'll houses? Probably eventually throw them away. I feel like if it's been sitting out for a long time, you don't want to just like eat them. Like if anything, like dust collection, like, I don't know. I just, I wouldn't trust them. Sure. And I mean, how long did they sit on the shelf in Target? And right. And they've been in like just like plastic bags. Yeah. Waiting to be, yeah, yeah, decorated. Well, we're going to get into this in a little bit. Some, uh, because, uh, you look, it's, it's coming up pretty. I mean, when's your, when's your one year anniversary? Tomorrow. Oh, shit. Really? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah. I was I like, oh, it. Jeff kept that in mind, didn't he? He just I knew. I didn't have it on my calendar when I suggested it, but but no, I suggested this one because the day this is released, uh, January 2nd, is uh is 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 uh, Tasha and my uh anniversary. So um it's a very anniversary. Well, happy, happy anniversary tomorrow. Um Thank you. that's that's one year. Ours is going to be 30, 31. Um cool. You're you're how old? Um, I'm uh, almost 29 and a half. 
almost 29 and a half. So yeah. we, were, we were married going on a year and a half when you were born. Um, so we're going we're gonna to talk, we're going to talk marriage in a little bit, listeners, but I also want to spend a little bit of time on our, our 2023 Playful Change Challenge. It's uh, it's something that uh, that your your loving hosts are going to bring to you come up through the year. We're all going to kind of share on changes we're going to make, and, and and we're trying to make those changes in a in a playful way. So, Brett, have you talked thought about what you're what you're wanting to challenge yourself to in the coming year? Yes, I have an idea. What what what? Tell us. About I it. want to try, and I know it's like in the early learning world too, but to do a thousand hours outside next year. A thousand hours. Uh, what what what? What's that mean? Uh, well, there's this like early learning thing where it's like parents are challenged to get their kids outside a thousand hours a year. Uh-huh. And I then want to do that for myself because I could stand to be outside more. So with your, for yourself, for just you or with your class? Oh, just me. Just you. Yeah. Is that going to involve, I know you, 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 you and your, your, is he your your significant other? Is he your better half? How do we refer to him, hubby? However um, you prefer, yeah. Well, how do you prefer? How does he prefer? He, I don't know. I don't know that we say like a lot of better half. <laughs> I don't know. We're both good. We're fine. Um, yeah, my, my equal, husband. My equal yeah. half. Yeah. My old man. Uh, yeah. Ball and chain. Um, <laughs> you yes. were you were climbing all the mountain peaks in in New Hampshire. How how is that going? Is that going to be part of your outside time? Yeah, that'll definitely be part of it. We uh, when we were renovating the kitchen, we really fell off being able to like do anything else but renovate a kitchen. So sure. we didn't get a lot of mountains in. But we went two weekends ago, and hopefully today. Well, depending, there's so much snow. We'll have to like wear snowshoes and everything. But we were thinking we'd do a small hike later today. Oh, that so, sounds great. Yeah. And and so how are you, how are you gonna track this? You got is there an app for that? How so the there's like an actual group. I follow them on Instagram, a thousand hours outside, and you can get um little like coloring pages that have a thousand little sections. And some of them are like just like a grid. Some of them it's like I think I saw one of them for this coming year. It looks like a log with all like a thousand little sections, you know, like a cross cut. Mm-hmm. And so they have different coloring pages where like every time you have an hour, you color in one of those hours. So I think I'll maybe try to do something like that or I'll just keep a tally somewhere. Well, oh, I, I, I mean, coloring, that sounds like, yeah. like like fun too. You get all your, all your colors. So are, are you going to be, are you going to be really, I mean, are you going to set a, set a stopwatch, set a timer every time you walk outside? or how, how, I, don't, how gonna... I think I'm more likely to just like take a general note okay uh-huh. I'm heading out and it's you know like at school we usually head outside around like 10 30 or 10 and then head in around like 11 30 or noon depending on the day so I'll just like mentally note like okay we're going out around this time coming in around this time I'll calculate from there and have you have you broke it down to how many hours a day and and you so you can no because I'm thinking or? if we go camping this summer I can sure. log a bunch yeah, of overnight hours bunch. yeah yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I, I'm guessing uh, you're you're gonna be an overachiever and you'll have like 2,500 probably not we'll yeah. see <laughs> I can't wait to I can't wait to see how it goes uh, listeners I've, I've mentioned in some previous episodes the stuff I'm gonna work on I'm gonna I'm gonna play a bunch with a bunch of stuff but one thing I, I put together is I've got I've got uh, I put together a spreadsheet Ooh, because I love uh, a good spreadsheet because I think uh, spreadsheets are really playful no I've got I've got a list of 12 things I'm going to do every day 
That's a lot. What are they? Um, well, there's everything from um, going to the beach in the morning um, and going to the beach in the afternoon. Afternoon. <laughs> so a morning beach and afternoon beach. Will you do a night beach? Um, weekly, well, no, maybe. There's a, there's a morning beach and there's a PM beach. Um, okay. Because I don't want to get carried away. No. Um, there's going to be some outside stretching, um, some outside meditation. I think those are great. There's going to be some push-ups. Mm-hmm. I, I've decided I need to drink more water, so I've I've challenged myself to to just just down in a a half gallon jug of, of water every day just to up, up my water intake because I think yeah. That's, that's better. I had a gallon was a little bit too much. I did that for a couple yeah. of years back in the day, but um, I thought this was manageable. Reading for fun, a bunch of things like that. Mm-hmm. So I get my, so I can I can tick them off on my spreadsheet every time I I get something done. Oh, another one I'm doing. I I, I wanted to look. I'm not a music guy, but I found a, I found a website that does uh, it will randomize just randomly pick something from Spotify. So I'm doing okay. a listening to a listening to a random music thing every every day and, and of course I, I started this a week ago so just about three weeks before the new year started because i, I wanted to by, by new well, year you want to build wanted, the habit first. yeah i want to start yeah. building the habit and so but I, I didn't know that you know there's some really shitty music out there um yeah or maybe it's really good music that i just don't appreciate so i think that's going to be torturous but i think it's going to be it's going to be kind of fun another thing i'm going to do i've talked to a couple of the other co-hosts about this brett there's a thing called the 12 hour walk have you heard of that yes i've been hearing you talk about this oh, we talked to, well, we, but we haven't talked i about listened it, to we? the podcast no we haven't talked about I'm it glad you, but glad you listen to the show thanks for listening. oh yeah i um i was like super behind because i didn't listen most of the summer and then maybe like a month or two ago, I finally caught up. So, so what do you what are your thoughts on the twelve hour walk? Is it something you you would you would try, or is something um, not be... in Antarctica? Probably no, no, probably not in Antarctica. <laughs> um, well, I've done like really long day hikes before that mm-hmm. take a long time, but it's like with people who where I can chat, and yeah. I tend to not have a great attitude partway through. Um, <laughs> But poor Brent, we went on this really long hike the other weekend and um, I, I like fell really hard. My micro spikes so I wouldn't slip on the ice, like caught on each other and I like face planted. Um, and yeah, yeah. And so I was like, just so you know, I only do this for you. I would be happy if I never hiked another day in my life. And so like I like definitely hit a wall at a certain point and just like become a rotten person to be around. Um, so I don't know how 12 hours would go, but if it was flat, it's like the uphill that gets me that's harder or yeah, and the downhill. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's why we, that's why I moved to the beach. There's no, yeah. there's no, there's no, no hills. hills. No, no yeah. uphills. Um, so, so Tasha and I are going to try this, uh, um, well, in a few days as we're, as you're, as, as this episode is released, but early January, we're going to try, um, we're going to do an eight hour walk. Um, but we're, we're going to go together, but no, no tech, no earbuds, none of that kind yeah. of stuff. It's a, that's a practice. Well, you that's guys like chat. One. I, I mean, I don't know. Uh, you know, I've been married 31 years and that much, much, not, yeah. not much Cause I feel like about. it would be hard for like Brent and I, like we've done really long hikes, just us two. And like, we were talking on and off throughout it. Like, cause I feel like part yeah. of the 12 hour walk thing is that you're just like no stimulation. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, that, that's that's one of the reasons that we're, we we I put the playful and these playful mm-hmm. challenges because you can you can create your own rules and so yeah we'll figure out what's going to be now when you told him when you had your your uphill <laughs> meltdown, meltdown yeah um that you only did the hikes for him and blah 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 Wait, was that true or was that just no raw no, emotion that was just raw emotion and like in the moment because I was like in hindsight I was the one who was like we should get back into hiking I really feel like I would feel good having more time outdoors but the thing was was I like didn't know how big this hike was going to be and neither did Brent he like picked it out and he thought he knew but then when we got there he was like oh this is actually a lot bigger than I thought it was going to be both like in distance and in elevation Uh so it was a lot harder and yeah, so that's fine. We ended up, this was crazy. It was night nighttime by the time we got back to the car oh, and shit. we were on the trail in the dark, which of course happens to us all the time, it seems like, but whatever. Um, and we had to traverse a river, like, like a true, like we had to like go over the rocks on this like rushing river in the well, dark. A minute, a minute with ago our you were wearing ice spikes. Is this an icy cold river? It was cold. Yeah. I, oh shit. Yeah. Luckily after the river, we were like within like half a mile of the car, but yeah, it was a wild hike. That sounds like a, uh, that you're, you're, you're an adventure lady. That's, yeah. that's on great. the way home. We had to go to a pub for nachos and beer. Of, Cause I was like, course. we need this. Yeah. Of course. So when you have your, when you have your, 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 your hit the wall meltdown, how does, how does Brent respond to that? Um, he like goes quiet. And then later when I like, I'm like, I'm being a bitch. I need to pull it together. Um, then when I apologize, he's like, yeah, it doesn't make me feel good when you talk like that, but (laughs) yeah. So But he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't yell back or anything. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, we take turns being upset, but we usually have one of us who can stay calm in a situation. Yeah. That that's that's good. That's good. Um, well, let's get into some of this. I, I I what I wanted to do. You know, you you work hard at, at coming up with topics. I thought I'd come up with something, and we were going to talk about the Muppets, but eh, the Muppets are. I did find a Muppet boring. video. I'm going to send you later, just because it's very funny. Okay, we might yeah. we might come back to the Muppets, but I thought since it was it was anniversary time and the beginning of the new year mm-hmm. and everything, we talk we talk relationships, and so I've come up with some uh, some past olden times um, articles that have suggestions for for mostly being a good wife because I thought that would be more entertaining for me than how to be a good husband because you know, I'm perfect. So I mean, there's no <laughs> advice needed. Um, so I've got some stuff from 1955. I found something from 1838, some stuff from the twenties. I thought I'd throw some of these yeah. out so just to get your, your impact, because the other, one of the other things we do with our, with our episodes together is we, we talk about the intergenerational stuff. So, um, here's here, this is from something called housekeeping monthly in 1955. First piece of advice is have dinner ready. Plan ahead, even the night before, to have a delicious meal ready in time for his return. This is a way of letting him know that you have been thinking about him and are concerned about his needs. Most men are hungry when they get home, and the prospect of a good meal is part of the warm welcome needed. Um, Thoughts? Mm -hmm. Well, one, Brent works from home, so he's (laughs) always home. (laughs) 
like me needing to have a meal ready when he comes downstairs and I'm the one who actually leaves the house every day so maybe he should be preparing meals for me um now usually does does he I do the cooking I prefer to cook though um yeah I usually cook enough to last us like three days and then I'll cook a new meal sure yeah no I mean that's just that's just an easy way to do it. So, um, yeah, that I, I I don't know if in 1955 they anticipated so many people working working from home or right. being able to work from home. Um, another one here is prepare yourself. Take 15 minutes to rest so you'll be refreshed when he arrives. Patch up your makeup, put a oh. ribbon in your hair, and be fresh looking. He has just been with a lot of work weary people. Mm. I feel like I do the opposite when I get home. I like put on sweats and I look more disheveled than how I was earlier in the day. I like fall asleep on the couch and my makeup's running. And yeah, so I feel like I make myself look worse for him upon his work weary day. Does, uh, does, does he, do you think he spends 50? He's like, oh, Brett's going to be home in, in, a, in a little bit. I better put myself together. So like he's working from home and his, his bathrobe all day long. And then he, he finally like puts on pants and, and shaves so he looks good before you come home. No, I, he has a work meeting every day on Zoom at like 4.30. And sometimes when I, like we had a snow day yesterday and he comes downstairs and he's like, I'm going to put on a cleaner sweatshirt for this work meeting. (laughs) Yeah, there's not a lot of effort. He, yeah, has invested in a lot of new pajamas in the past year or so. Yeah. Good, good man. I I put on a, a cleaner T-shirt and zipped my dirty sweatshirt up a little bit hard further the, that to record with you. So <laughs> I'm I'm on board with that. Another one here is clear away the clutter. Make one last trip through the main part of the house just before your husband arrives. Run a dust cloth over the tables. No, he is the one who leaves his trash on the counters. It drives me crazy. Like you open an Amazon package and like you just leave all the filling everywhere is what he does. Like the trash is like, we put it in a drawer. So it's very accessible in the kitchen. A a trash drawer? Yeah. Like you you have your trash cans in like a a drawer pulls out and they're in Uh there. So it's like easy to find. Very. Oh, I thought you were just randomly hiding trash around the house. No, that's no. Brent just leaves his trash around the house, but no, I. So does he? Does he do a lot of dusting while you're while you're out uh, bringing home the bacon every day? Um, I don't know if he does a lot. He probably does more dusting than me. I'm more of like the kitchen cleaner, and he's more the like duster. He's also a, we have a wood stove, so he's uh-huh. obsessed with it. Um, and yeah, so that yeah. <laughs> what does what does obsessed with a wood stove look like? Um, well, we like, could I actually, I, when was this? I think it was for my birthday. So back in June, he was prepping to get the wood stove. And I asked for my birthday that we please stop talking about fire because (laughs) he was talking about fire so much about different kinds of fires, different ways things burn. One time he just like broke down to like a molecular, molecular level fire and it was just a lot of fire talk. And then we got the wood stove and we had to like install it ourselves. And it was a pain in the butt. And now like he'll ask me like, oh, can you tend to the fire? And I don't mind doing it. I enjoy doing it. But then every Uh time I get some tips on how I could do it next time, there's lots of, yeah. So I feel like- Lots of fire talk. Yeah. Um, Does he he split and stack his own wood? Yeah. 
That's that's so what we I had like to hear. a huge, yeah, like pile of wood come in over the summer and he stacked most of it. I stacked like for like half an hour one day and that was it. But he spent a lot of time doing it. That yeah. that that sounds delightful. Is this a is this a wood stove that you can you can scramble an egg on, make a pot of tea? No, little... we can't. Like sometimes we'll put like our coffee cups next to it so they stay sure. warm. But no, and we've probably I know some people do where you put yeah like a pot of water on top of it so it'll um, mm -hmm. like naturally humidify your space. But we haven't done that. Haven't, haven't done that yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> still too busy in the fire. hasn't 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 got into humidity. <laughs> that sounds like a delightfully cozy way to spend a, a New it's Hampshire winter. Pretty nice. Yeah. No. So one of my goals every day after work is that I read by the fire for a few minutes. Oh, I think there's some fire coming up in this in this okay. article too. Um, during the cooler months of the year, you should prepare and light a fire for him to unwind by. Your husband will feel he has reached the haven of rest and order, and it will give you a little lift too. After all, catering to his comfort will provide you with immense personal satisfaction. So we take turns doing the fire, but I don't know if it's me catering to his needs. I'm the no. one who's like, I could like crawl inside the fireplace when it's a thousand degrees and still be cold. So <laughs> it's like me. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I think I this is uh, this is some crazy stuff from back in the day, huh? But this is like when women were just at home, like yeah. when they're what like before, like they entered the workforce as much. Taking like amphetamine-based diet pills, I believe. Yeah, um, yeah, kind of. Yeah, um, minimize all noise at the oh. time of his arrival. Eliminate all noise of the washer, dryer, or vacuum encourage the children to be quiet are you are you like scolding levi levi keep it down <laughs> you're going to disturb him <laughs> yeah. no. no i feel like i again i do the opposite i get home from work and i start loudly singing almost every day <laughs> so, oh, well, what do you what do you sing whatever is in my heart um yeah i mean i've obviously been doing a lot of christmas carols lately because tis the season um and yeah whatever i have a christmas song it's not really christmas it's winter song um is it okay to like the song baby it's cold outside i think it's up to you it's okay to like it i personally skip it because i don't because well because i think yeah it how it um, encourages this like kind of like date rapey culture. Um, but actually, did you hear the like updated version that came out a few years ago where like all the females lines are the same, but then it's the guy not being a creep. Have you heard that? No. Okay. Well, I went to high school with the girl who made that. Um, it's going to be my claim to fame for you, oh, but well. yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, she sounds delightful. Um, so, w w okay. Um, date rapey. Yeah. Really? That's like, I feel like what they've been saying. That's, that's what they've been saying. But I mean, they, I mean, they tend to be, to be, to be, I mean, everybody's got an agenda, right? Isn't it a song about, about him trying to get her to stay and, and she kind of wants to stay and is kind of making excuses about why she has to leave. And, and cause I mean, you can totally listen to it like that, right? You could. I mean, I know in my classroom, we try to practice no means no, 
sure. you know, consent and whatnot. And even like, you know, even if like you're, you know, say tickling a child and they say no out of gut reaction, I said, try to be like, oh, you said no, I'm going to stop. Um, even if they like didn't actually, you know, they were like, no, you can keep tickling. Like, well, you said stop or no. So I'm always going to respect those words. And I feel like that's what the woman in the song is saying. And he's like, not into that. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, still a great song. Okay. Yeah. I like the Adina Menzel version. Yeah. Don't complain if he's late for dinner or even if he stays out all night. Count oh, this as a nice. minor compared to what he might have gone through at work. What is he going through? What are these poor men in the 1950s experiencing <laughs> day and night that encourage, like, they need to be out all night while the woman is busy prepping the dinners and making everything silent? So uh, would, would you be concerned if he just didn't, didn't make it home from work? I, I mean, so- from upstairs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, if he doesn't come home from work, I'm like, oh, he started his video games already. <laughs> yeah. And, and what about, what about, uh, I mean, uh, what about the uh, flip the coin? If, if you, if you just didn't like show up, um, how would he, how would he, uh, oh, somehow- she must have had a, she must have had, had a hard day. She, she must have hit the bar and then, uh, and then, and then <laughs> picked up some tramp um, or what, well, I mean, what, how would he respond? Yeah, well, to usually that? it's like, oh, she got caught t- talking to her coworkers and hasn't <laughs> left yet. <laughs> They'll get chatty. Yeah. Or yeah, like ran out to do errands. Yeah. I, I think, I think, I, I think I'd be concerned. Arrange his pillow and off to take off his shoes. Oh, speaking a low, soothing, and pleasant voice. <laughs> I don't want to touch his feet. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where they've been. Off to take off his shoes. Yeah, he's a grown man. Yeah, I I, and 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 my question is how this is 1955. How much of this is is real advice for real people, even in 1955, and how much of of it is the spin this author's putting putting on it? Because I mean, my grandparents. I think my. My my dad's mother, she might have been more of the fifty-ish mm-hmm. housewife, but my mom's mom, they were they were on the farm, and she was mm-hmm. like birthing lambs and right doing I mean, farm work, doing farm work, and so I think I think you know we can make fun of this, but I don't know how much of the reality of most yeah. people's daily life it it was, but. Um, some crazy shit in there. Um, I wanted to throw a couple of these 1832 or 1838 Please. ones at you. Um, um, let me see what's a good one. Um, avoid contradicting your husband. When we smell a rose, we expect to imbibe the sweetness of its odor. So we look for nothing amiable in women. Um, whatever is often contradicted feels sensible, insensibly in an aversion for the person who contradicts, which gains strength by time. So uh, your husband's not going to love you anymore if you contradict him. Right. Um, I just need to agree, even if I mm-hmm. don't personally agree, because to lie and say I agree will build a stronger relationship. Sure, sure. Yeah. How's that? How's that role in uh, in your household? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I, I'm trying to think. Um, 
I mean, sometimes we'll watch a show I don't feel like watching, but like, (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's like, like he got annoyed because I kept falling asleep during it. Um, (laughs) What's the show? What show? What show? Um, I think it's called 1899. It's on Netflix. It's supposed to be good. I just, I don't, it's, it's like half of it's dubbed into English and uh-huh. having the lips not line up with what they're saying, like I, it makes it harder for me to focus, which I'd rather it have subtitles personally <laughs> and get to hear the, like the native language of what they're speaking. But I don't know. It like really throws me off all the dubbing because it's half my brain has been looking for like, are they, is this dubbed or is this what they really said? <laughs> That's a weird problem to have. <laughs> <laughs> and when the lips don't line up, it's, 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 it's crazy annoying. Yeah. Um, Never take upon yourself to be a censor of your husband's morals, to read lectures to him. Let your preaching be your preaching be a good example. Um, so so he can he can be out whoring and everything, and you can't say anything <laughs> about it. You just you just you just do a good example by you don't you don't go out whoring and drinking I don't yourself. Do it. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. set the uh, example. <laughs> <laughs> When a man gives wrong counsel, never make him feel that he has done so. Oh, (laughs) so so like if your husband takes you on a on a long steep hike, don't Mm -hmm. don't don't tell him about it. Keep that keep that to yourself. Just be okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, If he is abusive, never Mm -hmm. retort and never prevail (laughs) on him to humble himself. Be, uh, but enter in the closet and pour out thy complaints in prayer to God on his behalf. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Mm. Uh, mm, yeah. Okay. Okay. So a couple from uh, this other article, somebody, and, and this is actually, there's like 10 things on this one. And she actually links to, uh, to, to the reference she got him. The first one is, uh, um, but first, you got to earn that ring. It is a uh, what? What is it here? It is up to you to earn the proposal by waging a dignified, common sense campaign designed to help him see for himself that matrimony, rather than bachelorhood, is the keystone of a full and happy life. That comes from something called "How to Make Him Propose" from 1951. Uh-huh. So, did you did you wage a, a a common sense and dignified campaign to make him propose? Maybe a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> Well, so we had been dating for nine years when he proposed. And so there was lots of times when I would say like, oh, we could get married. And I had always said we could just elope. Like, I'm not too worried about how it's done. Uh Um, But then he at the time was like, I feel like you should just do what everyone else does. And then not till later was he like, oh, wait, that's actually an option. Um, But then I had asked him at one point, like, at what point do you see us being married? And he said, by the end of the year. So then every few weeks or months, I'd be like, so if you propose by this time, this is the kind of wedding we're going to have. If you propose by this time, (laughs) you know, you've only got a couple of weeks to propose before we meet that deadline. And then... (laughs) He proposed and what was it like early December and then I remember in the car I was looking at the dates and stuff I was like would you be mad if we just got married in two weeks and he's like no I don't care if you plan it I don't care <laughs> so that's why we did it the way we did it tell me tell me when to show up yeah <laughs> another one here is uh this is from ladies home journal April 1950 
um, change around your schedule so that you will always be there when your husband needs you. Accept his emotional distortion and to build up his self-esteem. What is emotional distortion? I think that means uh, there's a picture here and the guy looks oh. upset like he's at a, a okay. tough day at the hog farm is what the picture mm, here looks like. Okay. Um so so you should be you should be, you should be able to drop everything you're doing all the time because mm -hmm. uh he might be upset. It, it, you know, a lot of these it sounds like like the men are are six year olds. Yeah, that's what I was like. They're very much like it's like the women never need to stop being mothers. Like they yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so are you constantly changing around? Uh, and like, he's got a, he, he, look, he's got his afternoon zoom meeting and, uh, mm -hmm. and then there's some, some, I don't know what video game he plays, but there's some video gaming to do. Um, yeah. and, and, uh, and so you got to change your, change around your schedule to, to, to fit that to be into the prepared. day. Be yep. prepared. You know, you know, <laughs> yep. Re remember, he doesn't want to hear about your lady troubles. This is from, <laughs> I want to know what my lady troubles are. <laughs> oh, we'll get to that. This okay. is from Sex Today in Wedded mm. Life by Edward Podolsky, 1943. Uh, quote, don't bother your husband with petty troubles and complaints when he comes home from work. Yeah, not the other lady troubles. Yeah. Um, so. No, I, I complain constantly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just yeah or uh, i tell a lot of fun stories too I'm like you want to hear what this kid said today but yeah there's <laughs> complaints too <laughs> now here here's here's an oh boy okay um stay squeaky clean mm. this is from <laughs> this is from a book called married life and happiness by william Joseph jofus uh, Robinson, 1922. This whole book is actually available on Google Books. And after okay. I saw this, I, I started reading parts of it. And mm -hmm. it is a trip, man. It is it is some wild shit. Um, if I remember, I'll put a link to it in the uh, in the show notes. Um, but here's here's the quote from William. The wife, whether the bride be be of a day or the bride of 30 years, should be clean literally from the crown of the head to her very toes. She should be clean, so clean as to be able to stand inspection, even in complete nudity. <laughs> what kind of inspection and nudity? <laughs> Who's inspecting? Because <laughs> you don't want to, yeah, you don't want to mess with the husband's feelings. What if inspection doesn't go well? Yeah, Is there a separate yeah. inspector? Yeah. Well, I don't know if you have a third party coming to do the inspection or, you know, um, look, I looked into that, but it was, it was going to be kind of expensive, you know, having somebody come in to see if, if Tasha squeaked clean every day. And so I, I, I started doing it myself. And so, you know, every time she gets out of the shower, I, I have her, you know, come and stand at attention and yep. do it, doing it. No, that's, that's not true. <laughs> I figured as much. <laughs> you knew it was a trick. I had a feeling. <laughs> hey, listeners, listeners, um, if you thought that was true, please don't send me a, a voice or text message uh, uh, to 228-363-6737 um, complaining about it. So that, that book is 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 crazy. Um, in, in parts of it for 1922, I think he's kind of he's kind of progressive because he's saying like, hey, you should be able to enjoy doing some sex. And stuff mm -hmm. like that. And he's like, 
hey, corsets, um, you don't wear on them too tight is going to mess up your body and that kind yeah. of stuff. Um, but then he talks about the woman vampire. What? Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> like, he, go ahead. Mm, yes, yes. No, yes. I want what a woman vampire is. Yeah. Is it yes. like, is it like an idea? It's not like a real vampire. It's like the type of woman who like sucks the life out of you by being high maintenance or something. Oh, kind of. You're kind you're of. halfway there. But um, William here is is talking about a a woman vampire who who sucks the life out of her man um, in a very particular way um, um, because she she just wants way too much sex. And <laughs> ac- according to William here, if um, if you're demanding too much sex from your husband, you you could literally kill him. Um, so apparently in 1922, he, he's William, he, he's talking about one client he worked with a, a 29 year old man who, who, uh, they had been married for eight months. His wife was so demanding. He ended up, uh, um, impotent and, and, and at risk of losing his life. Um, so <laughs> there's that. There's that. I didn't realize that you could kill a man with, <laughs> I mean, I don't, yeah. And, and and she he talks about how you know sometimes sometimes uh, these these vampire women do it on purpose. They like marry an older mm, husband mm. and then try to kill him off by sex so that she can get the uh, the inheritance. Um, uh, do not exhaust your husband by excessive mm. demands. If you expect their health, their sex power, their sex desire, and their love for you to last. And remember, fair and gentle ladies, that the sex act is much more exhausting to the man than it is to the woman, for the reason that need not be discussed here. It is a much <laughs> greater drain on his system than it is on yours. I, yeah, because I feel like there was no expectations for women to get any joy out of sex for a long yeah. time. Well, so you, that's... <laughs> yeah, and, and he actually talks about that, 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 that women can, in fact, enjoy sex and, and that kind of stuff. So there's, there, it, it's, it's a... It's a and look, I've only read a couple pages of it. There's like a 250-page <laughs> book, but yeah. there's some crazy shit in it that I didn't... I, I, I found kind of interesting for 20 yeah 1922 uh over a little over 100 years ago um so do you do you feel like um any of this is gonna gonna make you a better wife as you uh start Mm. your second year of marriage (laughs) should i practice my like hushed tones and (laughs) being constantly prepared rearranging my schedule to meet the needs of a man um yeah no I don't mm, I feel like I'm pretty happy with the way I do things for the most part I could maybe practice not yelling at him on hikes yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean you know after ha- he would probably wonder what was wrong if you stopped doing it because if it's been <laughs> if you've been together for for a decade and mm-hmm. and it's something that's happened every single time you went on a long hike and then it stops <laughs> yes. he's gonna be like what, what's happened? What's wrong? I, I know. Well, it's either I yell at him or I cry. So like, those are the two options that I set up. Yeah. Which do you think he prefers the yelling or the crying? Um, crying probably because it's quieter. I, well, cause it's quieter and I'm nicer to him. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's like emotionally taxing for him if I'm crying. 
yelling, <laughs> you've got some defense for that. But. Yeah, yeah, yelling, yeah, then you've like, then we both feel a little upset at a certain point. Um, listeners, uh, if you think this has been a kind of a one-sided conversation, talking all the wife stuff, I'm, I'm going to guess that at some, at some point, uh, uh, Brett is going to, going to throw, throw find husband duties, husband for you. Stuff, yeah. stuff at me. And, uh, and we can, we can turn the tables at, at some point, but I think it's, it's crazy all, over all the decades. So do, do you think, do you think in the world we live in, there are people who are still like living in 1830s or 1950s in their relationships or I think there's some of that I know there's like a good like I follow I don't follow but like I scroll upon these different women on uh, on like the Instagram reels and stuff and a lot of them are still like stay-at-home moms but there's more kind of like the standing up for themselves of like like how I feel when my husband comes home it's like well you just got to stay home and play with the kids all day um yeah where it's like, like, no, this, like, this is a lot of work to do these things too, and taking credit for the efforts they put in. And one thing I saw when I was, I was, I was looking for articles. There are websites out there with uh, run by bloggy type things, run by women who are are trying to live like that 1950s. Yeah, there's like style. some nostalgia it's to kind, that, like, like, like the baking like and cleaning. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and so that, that's kind of, I mean, I think the thing is you, you just got to figure out what, what works for yeah. you and your relationship and, and hope that you, you picked somebody. Well, there's this like crunchy mom kind of culture yeah. that's around where they, there's a lot of those more old fashioned ways of doing things too. Yeah. Yeah. So whatever relationship you're going to have, you gotta, you gotta form it to the people that are in that relationship. Like there's mm-hmm. that there's, I think there's, there's a woman in uh, I think it was in England. I saw a news article a while ago that she like, she like married a chandelier or something. Um, oh yes. I feel like I hear about things like this. Sometimes. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. you, you got to think that would be a really interesting, unique kind of relationship. But I, th- I mean, my whole thing is I'm a, I'm kind of a libertarian. If, if it mm. works for her and it works for the chandelier, I mean, yeah more power to you I think yeah there's always I'll see like funny headlines too where it's like woman married a ghost and then divorced him for cheating on her over their honeymoon or something oh I totally I totally remember that one yeah I mean and and think about I mean if if I married a ghost and then she was and she was like messing around on me on our honeymoon I would be Mm -hmm. I I I mean I I don't know how I could I don't know how I could come Can't back, come from, back that. from that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even if it was with another ghost, I'm not sure I would, I mean, no. yeah. And, yeah. I mean, there's, there's, and I mean, sure it's going to happen because there's all those, all those sexy, sexy ghost hunters out mm. there. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't yeah. know if this has been an episode about anything. Um, <laughs> but I don't know a, if we have any one. concluding thoughts. <laughs> hey, so listeners, this is this is a better episode. First episode of 2023. I mean, I don't know if we're off to a good start or bad start, but here it is. Um, Brett's first anniversary is the day after we recorded this. My 31st anniversary is the 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 day this is released, and this also marks the. 10th year, the end of the 10th year, beginning of the 11th year of the podcast, because the first episode came out in 
2013. Um, all those episodes don't show up in your feed, by the way. If you want to find them, you need to go to um, playvolutionhq.com slash our show slash childcare bar and girl podcast, or you can just click the link in your in your show notes if you want to get into those back episodes and go go way into the the depths of time when uh, when Brett was still in high school. No. What were, you doing in, what were you doing in 2013? 2013, I was in my sophomore year of college. Oh, okay. You yeah. were so what what does a 23-year-old how how have you changed in the last 10 years? In the last 10 years. Um I don't um, I don't know. I've definitely changed. I feel like as an educator, I've become much more confident. Um, I also, yeah, I've gotten to a point where I'm not gonna like play nice as much i'm just gonna let people know who i am and they can decide if they like it or not um yeah more confident version of yourself yeah yeah that's cool hey yeah. listeners um shoot us a text or voicemail at 228-363-6737 if you like the episode or you think it sucked or you have uh, advice for future episodes or you want you want romantic advice or early learning advice or you need to know how to how to how to look um if you need if, if you get a light bulb that broke off in the socket and you need to go know how to get that uh, that light bulb but um, out of the out of the socket, uh, send me a message and I'll tell you how to do that. Um, if you need, uh, I, you look, call and leave us a message or text about anything, and we'll we'll make it into a podcast episode. That's how how desperate we are as we begin year number eleven for for content. Yeah. Yes. My dream would be if somebody left like a drunk message for you. I think that's oh, that's I can't what I wait. Want. I can't After last the... time's episode, yeah, we need that happen. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we need a drag. Okay, so we've had we've had uh, knock knock uh, joke. No, we knock. Yeah, we've had knock knock jokes left for us. We did a whole. I did a whole episode the other day. Um, Carol and I did a whole episode based on a on a listener call that'll be coming out. Sarah called with a good question. Uh, listeners, be a be a Sarah, Jessica, or Harmony, and uh, use that <clears throat> use that number and be part of the show this has been the child care bar and grill podcast i've got a frog stuck in my throat thanks for listening back soon <laughs> bye bye oh, bye <laughs> i didn't care for that noise <laughs> sorry This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.